Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right. Let's get let's get John Beeson on here. He's with us in the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Store's guest line. Truly steps beyond convenience. We were talking earlier in the show about the Panthers' general manager, who was fired a couple days ago. Much to the surprise of a lot of football people, because it comes like eight, nine days before training camp starts. But it does seem like a form, uh, former Carolina Panthers uh, have not so great stories to tell about him. We got John Beeson joining us here. And, you know, we were talking, first of all, good morning, John. And we were talking about some of the things that you said uh, in reaction to to your relationship with the former, now former general manager in Carolina. And I find it interesting where, I wonder if that's a common thing, John, where football players are working for guys like general managers where they just they just don't respect them. Like, is, is that a common thing in the NFL? Well, I, I think... Um... There's a definite uh, pecking order. Um, you know, having been at the, the top of the food chain throughout my career, you know, I never dealt with it, but I saw it uh, a lot. And it, it, it's just like uh, I think Jimmy Johnson said it. He goes, if, if you know, if, if Troy Aikman's sleeping in a meeting, I give him a pillow. If somebody else is sleeping, you know, you kick him out of the room. So it's, it's, it's definitely, um, you know, based on, you know, who you are, how you're viewed amongst the organization, what you've done for them, um, and you see it. I think that 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 I think that applies in in, in all occupations. Doesn't matter what where where, where the workplace is. Because you see it all the time, John, in all sports. Where if a coach is fired, you get players who talk out afterward all the time. Glad he's gone. Didn't get along. You know, didn't like his system. That happens all the time. But I feel like we don't get it very often with general managers. You know, the guys way upstairs negotiating the contracts. Yeah, John. I don't know if you guys had your GM coming out all the time in practice, but I remember in Atlanta we would usually have uh, our guy Dimitrov come out maybe halfway through practice. So for the most part, right. they're in the office, kind of negotiating and trying to find ways to go ahead and trim rosters, add rosters. And at the end of the day, this guy's coming out of practice and asking you to go ahead and go ahead and give him 110%. I just, I don't, I don't like that at all. And I don't, I don't see that happening uh, on a player's favorite side of football anyway. Yeah. I, I, I you know, to, to your point, um, you know, I never dealt with, with Marty Herney with, with, uh, with any issues. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, we, we switch general managers and you haven't made plays. You haven't been in playoff games and tough games and, and, you know, played through a 2-14 and 14 season, um, you know, been the leader, been the guy that kind of galvanized the troops, get guys to, to, to come early and stay late. Um, so from, from that standpoint, I get it. I mean, Dave didn't know me from, from anybody. I mean, he knew me from across the, the field. And when he first came in, we actually, had, you know, had to sit down and talk about, you know, old stories when we played against the Giants and what he thought of me as a player. Meanwhile, I'm going through the rehab process. So, Things changed quickly when it was time to for the season to start, and they wanted me to restructure. Obviously, having leverage, you know, at that point you, you take advantage of it. Uh, that's just the way this, this business is, is done. And you know, a lot of times, if you if you are loyal uh, to a fault based on relationships or what a guy has done, uh, when a guy gets injured, you know, the best abil- 
ability is to, you know, to get out there and, and be productive. So um, if you can't play at that point, you know, where's your, where's your value? So you use that leverage. Um, you get the contract restructured. And, you know, now it's time to play ball. And it was very difficult for Drew Rosenhaus to, to get him on the phone to, to talk about the restructure. Um, he just – the way he did business was, was, was very, very different. And um, a lot of people are going to frown upon that. I mean, at the end of the day, um, you can get things done. Um, you look at the relationship now with Marty Herney and, and Jerry Richardson – for him to call him back and for him to potentially be the, the new GM or the interim GM says a lot about, one, how the relationship was broke, but the kind of relationship they had during their tenure. John, you could probably agree with me by, by saying that probably two of the worst things that you can accuse a player of being is is not tough and lazy. And I imagine you right. being tested by him uh, almost like you're a rookie and you haven't done anything in the NFL to try to get you ready for a week three preseason game must have been extremely frustrating. Yeah, it just, I had never dealt with that. Um, you know, Ray, you, you played offensive line. You know, people argue that it's, it's one of the most physical, uh, physically demanding positions. Linebacker, I would say, in my opinion, I think it's, it's the most um, just because of the force over and over again. But um, within the, the, what's woven within the culture of football is no pain, no gain, being a tough guy. And um, – you know, to, to get him in uh, credit, you know, he's been around the game for, for 30 years. Um, we played in a different generation. Brett, you and I, we played a different generation of, of football. Uh, Two-a-days, um, you know, hard practices, full pads the entire season. I mean, a lot has changed. The game has changed. And when you had an old-school mentality, which I think I embraced um, as, as a player, which is why I was able to be successful, um, I think you, you, you see guys – a little differently, but you can play on the side of the mentality of a football player, meaning if you play through injury and, and you suck it up and you go out and you, and you get it done, you, the pats on the back are it, – it, it makes you feel good about yourself. So when that's, when that's supposed to be the culture, to be accused of not wanting to play or faking an injury, to me it's just it, – there's, there's, there's nothing worse than that. Um, but – you know, nevertheless, you, you, you know, you're trying to get something done. You're trying to trying to ultimately get your way, Dave Gettleman. And, um, you know, listen, I, I, did I play in the third preseason? Absolutely I played. Um, should I have played? Probably not. I had to play in the fourth preseason game because, listen, the injury was taking a long time. And if you know anything about uh, microfracture surgery, um, it's like tread on a tire. I mean, if, if, if the tread is low, you don't put more tread on the, the old tires get new tires so um it's a 50 50 uh, surgery and it's probably one of the worst things you can have um as a football player especially because once your college is done i mean now you're essentially damaged goods so it was out of my control um but being a tough guy i was willing to, to you know put it all on black and let it ride and um like i said to not know me and to, to challenge my integrity my character um, speaks to a lot of what a lot of players are saying. And this isn't a situation where, oh, you know, the ex-girlfriend, you get you get traded or cut or whatever. I was I was a Mayday in, in Carolina. I had records. I had, um, you know, consecutive uh, snap records. I uh, never missed practice. You know, I was a guy who, who loved the grind. I appreciated the grind. Um, but 
you know, I never played a, a snap. Well, I played two games for Dave Gettleman, but prior to that, um, he did, he, I didn't do anything for him. Yeah, so, you deserve more respect than, than what was shown there, it sounds like. That, that, that's it. And, you know, I've, I've never been, been cut or released. And all I know of it is from what the young guys come to me and say after, you know, you get the sob stories, the tears, what, what can I do better, what do I have to work on? And, and you, you know, you've been in camp with these, with these guys and you're trying to, one, you want to encourage them to keep working hard, but tell them, hey, listen, you need to work on this and this. And you need to, to, to sacrifice more. You need to give more to the game, more to your craft, and decide is this really what you want to do or is it just a fad and you just want to be a member um, of the team. So, well, apparently, apparently the way it looks, the, the way it looks ahead, to us, ahead. sorry, apparently the way it looks to us is like this has been going on for a couple of years now, and it's been one of those things where I'm wondering if like Richardson, the owner, was just basically taking all of this word that was coming back to him through the players right. and through the coaches with a grain of salt because he brought him a Super Bowl appearance. If they brought him 41 players out of the 53 that are currently on that team, yeah, pretty good. a Super Bowl appearance. So yeah, but here, here's, something... you know, here's the deal with, 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 with that number. If you're a GM for, for three years, I guarantee you two-thirds of the team is yours at that point. That's true. You nowadays, know what I mean? nowadays, that's true, yeah. Nowadays. And then, and then I'm not just – listen, I was the first one to say I've said this. I've been quoted saying this before. Trading me was the right move for the Carolina Panthers. There's, there's no ill will between that. It's just how it went down was an eye-opening experience. Um, it's just I didn't expect that. I expected if, if that's the case, the least you can do as a general manager is you bring a guy in, you explain, especially during the season. I mean, this is it just doesn't happen often. Um, so you bring a guy in, you say, hey, listen, man, I'm sorry things didn't work out. Shake the guy's hand and look him in the eye, and that's it. And you part you part ways like men. Um, but the the respect factor, the reason why I'm speaking out on it is, like you said, Brett, that's been the consensus the last two or three years. How you treat players, and you just don't have to do that. And then when you go barking up the wrong tree in terms of which player you think you can talk to, everyone like that, like like my, you know, my quote about Troy Aikman. I mean, you can't, you just, and you, sh- you shouldn't because these are the guys who are leading your, your team, the guys who are going to bat for you, the guys who are getting guys to, to, to do more. And you don't go, you know, 15 and one and, and potentially one play, one touchdown away from winning the Super Bowl without great leadership. Got John Beeson here with us. Uh, John, is is Romberg going to see you at the uh, at the Hurricanes at uh, the fantasy camp coming up? Right, is Paradise that, Camp. Yeah. Paradise Camp. Yeah, is that this Par- weekend? Is that coming up? Absolutely. I'm I'm really excited about it. You know, last year it was a, a big success. Uh, I had no idea what I was walking into last year, but uh, the magnitude of, of of the type of guys we got to come, even guys who were committed to other schools, um, and then the turnout from the from the former players, I think is something special. Uh, it's unique, and I'm. I'm to be a part of it. Do you think the Gators are going to complain again about Whining the former players coming? Florida do you think, Gators. Do you think they're complain? I'm starting right now. Here, here, here's the issue. Nowhere else in the country can they get this done. You know, you're not going to get a guy to, to, to fly back to, to Gainesville for, for a, you know, a four-hour camp. Um, it's just not that, no, no offense, it's just not a, a special place.
You know, my I'll wait till he's I'll wait till John's off the phone and then I can re- respond. If you're into an ocean breeze and fresh I'm air. Th- I'm thankful he joined us, so I'll I'll, I'll play it nice. She's right see, now. see, John, no. she's showing she's showing you respect right now. She's yeah, listen, respect. listen, there it is. That's, see, see, that was that was cordial. It's a nice way of going about it. You know, we get off the air, we can talk about it amongst ourselves. <laughs> That's but, right. Listen, we got we got lo- we got love for the Gators. Um, the hate is there because they realize how big it is. That's all it is. So you just say, hey, listen, challenge them to do it, do it the right way, and we're in compliance, and that's it. So now, you know, you run your own Paradise Camp. <laughs> uh, good job, John. Good talking to you again. Thanks for, thanks for joining us on short notice this morning. No problem. All the best. Brett, always fun, buddy. All right, man. All right, that's, all right that's John Beeson right there, who uh, is, is really good at the broadcasting stuff. Like, that's, that's a nice second career for him. He does stuff on on CBS still, I think, right? Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's uh, good at it. Yeah, he still does. He still does a little TV work and stuff too. Yeah, yeah he's uh, he's he's great, man. He's 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 good with us. Yeah, thanks, John B. for joining us there. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.